0: What is up, guys and gals and anybody else who's listening to this podcast? My name is Dustin Oliver. This is American Youth. So before I start talking about anything, I just want to say thank you to the people who've been emailing me, which is crazy because I'm like, why am I getting emails? But thank you for emailing me. If you want to shoot me an email, it's at gmail.com. And yeah, thank you, guys. It's been interesting going back and forth. And it's it's funny because people will email me and say and respond to like something I said halfway through an interview and I'm like I don't like I don't know what that's talking about and I have to actually go back and listen to the interview and be like oh that's what they're talking about so thank you for shooting me emails and saying hello I'm always down to say hello <clears throat> so this is a continuance of last week uh, uh the first interview that I did was with Aubrey Payne he's a Georgia State Panther and this one is with a uh, former Tennessee volunteer Cortez McDowell and I want to say something about Cortez before I go in and play anything that he says. Cortez, so I think when we're younger, we all go through this phase where we are either little assholes or we're misunderstood or people, I don't know. It's people just kind of look and they're like, oh, that's a bad kid. Or people have things that's like, oh, that's a, he's a bad influence. Or people think the opposite and they're like, what a good kid. Cortez is one of those people that always... Has always been a well rounded guy. I don't, to my knowledge, unless he, he hit it pretty well if he did, but to my knowledge, I never heard him talking badly about anyone. I never saw him talking mean to anyone. I never saw him being disrespectful to adults when we were younger. I never saw him doing anything that was out of character for the things that he does now. I think he's always been a true representation of just an all around good guy. And I say that with complete confidence. His family, I so we grew up with them. My family knows his family. My siblings know him. I mean, we all know each other. And his mom, if you're listening to this, Miss Deborah, you were the coolest person ever, and you know you are. And I just want to say, just Cortez is just all, just all around. He's that kid that I think everybody looks at, and they don't admit it, but they're like, I wish, I want a kid, I want my kid to be like that. Or I wish my kid would act like that, which is probably what my parents were saying. We're like, I wish my kid would act like him because I was probably a little asshole when I was growing up. I'm pretty sure I was. But he's just always been a well-rounded guy. And I want to say that and get that out of the way because I know there's a lot of connotations and there's a lot of stereotypical uh, athletes that are just come off a certain way. But I'm telling you, Cortez has never been that way. He's always been a good guy. And I don't know why I find it so important to say that, but I just, you know, oh, well, I did. Anywho, this is my look into the world of student athletes and sports. Uh, we're we're going to talk about a lot of things in this. We talk about sports culture. We talk about uh, being, being in Tennessee and playing football in Tennessee and what it's like to play football in Tennessee, which is, you'll hear Cortez, it's a crazy experience, how he chose Tennessee and just everything that goes around being a student athlete from from the workouts to balancing school to balancing a life and relationships, all that stuff we go into a bunch of stuff, and Cortez, if, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for doing it again. I really appreciate it. Anyway, I'm just going to shut up and get right into it. This is my interview with Cortez this week on American Youth. Also, check us out on Instagram. It's at We Are American Youth, and hit subscribe or whatever you want to do, and keep listening to us. Leave us a comment, review, whatever. I'll check them out. Anyway, here is my full conversation with Cortez McDowell. Good. Good. Cool. What's up, Cortez? Man, how are you? I'm good, brother. You? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Um, with all the pollen, you have you been outside recently?
1: Yeah. Outside every day, man. Yeah, yes. I bet. <laughs> Seven to four.
0: Um, so let me. So you played for. So your your name is Cortez McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> um, you played for University of Tennessee. I did. What's what position did you play? Linebacker. Linebacker. Mm-hmm. So football. You, did, you didn't play any other sports, did you? Uh, not in college, no. No, but growing up, you were like, obviously played a lot of sports and yeah, stuff. Yeah, growing up,
1: so growing up, I played a little bit of football, a little baseball, tried basketball, didn't last long. You didn't like basketball? Didn't last long. Uh,
0: you so weren't good at it? I
1: was just too aggressive. Oh, yeah? Fouled out too so much. <laughs> Can't and then, tackle in basketball? Yeah, that's true. And then I ran a little track, but that was about it, but mainly football, baseball.
0: Um. So where where are you from? So, and I know you're from, we're from the same place. You're from McDonough. Yeah. Are you, is that where you're from originally, or did you come from somewhere else? So I was born downtown, and then downtown Atlanta. Yep.
1: And then when I moved, I moved down to Locust Grove, about the age of seven, eight, seven, eight years old. Moved down to Locust Grove. Been here ever since.
0: Yeah. You like it down here?
1: Yeah, I love this place. Really? This is my hometown. Really? That's what I tell people.
0: It's my hometown. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I think if you like grew up here and your like mem- like your childhood memories are from here, then like yeah. yeah, it definitely would be. Um. Well, that's like I hear a lot of people that are like, oh, I was like, I'm from. New Yorker, I'm from Chicago, and they were, like, born there, and then they grew up here from, like, two to three, and I'm like, you're not fr- – I mean, you were out there at one point, but, I mean
1: – but birth, um, My birth certificate says one thing, but my mind says Locust Grove.
0: Locust Grove, yeah. But your heart's in Locust Grove. That is um, true. And I feel like – so I've known you for a while. I feel like you didn't have this southern of an accent before you went to University of Tennessee.
1: That is very true.
0: Um, So how did that, like wh- – were you, what were the people like around you? Like, just everybody was... I, okay, when I think of University of Tennessee, I think of, like, the most Southern accent you've ever heard in your life, and everyone talks about football and beer, and, like, that's exactly what I think of. Like, is that what it's like there? That is everything, plus probably a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but everything in, in Tennessee is football. Everybody loves good country music up, up in Tennessee, and everybody loves Dolly Parton. In Tennessee,
0: do you um like country music? I love country music. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so crazy to me. Um, so like, okay, so let's go back before you place. So you just graduated. I did. What um what was your degree? Criminology. Oh, criminology. Oh, cool. And you were on athletic scholarship, right? I was. Nice. That is nice. Cause student loans, I have them, and I'm paying some. Um, and they're not the funnest things to pay ever. <clears throat> um. But no, so let's go back before like school. What attracted you about sports? Like what, what was it? Was there anything that you can remember or did you just like to play?
1: I just enjoy playing, playing different sports, meet new people uh, from all over different places, different backgrounds, just being able to connect with people about a sport. Yeah, That's what drove me to really play football, a little bit of baseball, but that was more of me trying to be like my older brother. Yeah, baseball. But
0: oh, yeah, because your older brother was really good at baseball. Yeah, he
1: was a uh, very good baseball player.
0: Very and good. Baseball so that player. was like the first sport that attracted you was baseball. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, like, what? I'm really good at football.
1: I just I had a lot more fun playing football because I was more free. Yeah, I got to take my anger out on people. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. no, no, no. I mean, that's why that's therapeutic. Like yeah. you know, yeah. um, well, that's like hockey too. Like people literally beat the shit out of each other in hockey. Yeah. Um, what? So, like, what's your earliest memory of playing sports? Is it, like, the baseball? Like, when you go back to thinking about, like, do you have, like, a memory of, like, a game or something? Because I think about, like, I remember a game when I was, like, maybe five or six or something, and, you know, we were losing so bad and we were getting mercy ruled. And so the coach is like, hey, do you guys want to keep playing or do you want to, like, stop playing? Like, there's no way we, no we can win. And we... As, like, you know, six, seven-year-old kids were like, we want to keep playing. Yeah. Like, we didn't care that we were losing. Yeah. And when I think about that, I think of, like, how, like, important sports can be. Of, like, you know, we were literally, we knew we were losing. There's nothing we could do. And we were just like, we're going to keep playing anyway. Because yep. we're having fun. Do you have a memory like that? Like, or something you can think of, like, when you were playing sports?
1: I think my, fu- my favorite memory is the year that the Waterboy came out.
0: Oh, yeah? I watched
1: it on a Friday. And I had a game the next that Saturday, I think it was like twelve, twelve thirty. And I used one of Bobby Boucher's lines in the <laughs> in the game. Yeah. And I got a fifteen yard penalty for it.
0: Why? <laughs> what what was the line?
1: we got gonna open up a can of whoop ass.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, how old were you? You were probably really young, right? That's <laughs> like, like I was like five or six. Yeah, and then you got a penalty yeah, for I it? I got a
1: fifteen yard penalty for it. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. But I took it I took it and laughed. My coach laughed.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's funny.
1: The, players, the other guys on my team laughed.
0: I think it's funny when kids say curse words.
1: And then when the, when the parents found out that I got a flag and they asked what was it for and they told them, they all thought it was funny too. Yeah. Because what is a five or six-year-old kid supposed to know about that? Yeah. I don't know what that means. But I'm ultimately
0: later, later on in the game, did you open up a can of pass Oh, yeah. Cause I, I was <laughs> mad then. At that point, I, I was pissed off. So I was like, yeah. yeah. So they brought it out. <clears throat> um. So what... Okay, I want to fast forward. I'm going to, so what I want to do is like fast forward and then go back, and then fast forward and then go back. So like, what? How did you choose Tennessee? Like, why Tennessee? Because you got offers from a lot of different schools. Mm-hmm.
1: I was I was privileged enough to find some different schools that uh, want to take me to let me join them and play at their school and attend school there. Uh, but the biggest thing for Tennessee was, I think, more of like the atmosphere, like just like a home, like a home feel. Uh, the area that I was in in Knoxville wasn't too big, wasn't too small. It's kind of similar to good old Henry County, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everybody, everybody there looks out for each other. Just, just a good environment to be around. That's what I think drew me more to Knoxville than anything. They also had my major, which I wanted to study. And at the time, I'm pretty sure they were not highly up there with my major and national ranking. Yeah. So it was, it was a good choice.
0: Yeah, and that's really because I remember there was a couple of teams. Um, that or there were a couple of different places that were looking at you and then you finally went with Tennessee and I know that my parents were happy because my uh, parents are big fans of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like, when you look at all these schools, I just think about like if, and that's a really good like way to look at it. When I think about like schools, I think about like, okay, if I get offers from X amount of schools, like my mind is like, well, let's go to the coolest school or let's go to the, you know, all that stuff. So I'm like, I just kind of think like it's interesting how people pick like what school they want to go to when they have the choice. Yeah,
1: so- Going to Locust Grove, everybody's a Georgia fan. Mm-hmm. You have some Alabama fans, you got a couple Florida fans, but you didn't really have a many, many Tennessee fans.
0: Yeah, at your high school,
1: yeah. So you really didn't have to hear everybody talk about, hey, man, let's go to such so a s nah, I'm gonna go wherever I, where I decide. Yeah. And uh, when it came down to it, it came down to a couple different schools, but Tennessee was the choice that I made, and I don't regret it. I enjoyed it all my years in Tennessee, and I still look, I look back at them, and I still talk to a lot of the guys that I went to school with, play ball with. People that I met in the community, just out and about, but I don't regret it one bit.
0: And you're living here now. Have you ever thought about going back? Uh,
1: it's crossed my mind a few times. Yeah. I don't know if, if I do decide to go back. I don't know when, but uh, it'll be one day, probably down the road, but not anytime soon.
0: Yeah. Um. So when you go to school, like obviously, like it it takes a lot of like... Like there's people that are just in school are like stressed out, you know, so I can't even imagine what it's like to be in school and playing like ball. Like did, how do you balance that? Like, is there like a, like a method you have to choose or I don't know. Like how, just how does that work?
1: So you have, you have a certain amount of requirement hours. You have to do different things. Uh, So I know for myself a daily on a daily we had from like seven, seven a.m. I'd be up going to doing like study halls going to class, going to practice. I wouldn't get back to my room most days until about nine thirty 30, ten o'clock that night, yeah, so it's just a combination
0: of school and just football. that's great, I mean yeah, you're just like your entire day is like completely booked mm-hmm. like what when do what do you when do you ever have free time
1: uh you have to just find it on like the days that you have like downtime or when they give you when they cut you guys out early they when they cut us out early uh we usually go and just kick our feet up, just hang around, hang around our apartments, just get to hang out with our teammates, roommates and just relax, just yeah. kind of decompress from today and go about it.
0: Yeah. I would think it like sleep would be like the number one thing I think of best snaps ever. Yeah, no, I bet. And so like when you're going that hard, what's your energy level? Like, like, are you like, you know, like, are you like, you're, I'm assuming you're in like a rhythm. It's so, like, what, like, do you feel like, I don't know. Like, what does that feel like? Uh, you just have to get into that
1: groove. Um, yeah. Once you're in that groove, it, it's hard to come out of it. But once you do it every day, something you do something different every day. But once you get like the main components down of what you're doing throughout the days, throughout the week, you'll start finding that rhythm of how you can approach different things. At a certain time, you can go grab something, to snack on. Or mm-hmm. if you have time, just go sit down and just chill for a minute, get off your feet. It all just comes down with you under, just taking the time and really truly understanding what you're doing and what all you have next to do, what's coming up, stuff like that. So.
0: Was there ever a point where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore? Uh, it was a couple of times. Did you ever seriously consider it? Cause I know like it can go through your mind. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, but like whenever you're like, okay, this is like a lot, like this is too much for me. i has been, it was a few days where I was just like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna
1: go do this today, but I ended up going to do it. And I just had to take some time and just go sit down and just by yeah. myself and just think about stuff. But it was never truly a time where I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this crap. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. think I'm gonna go do something else. But nah, I, Never came across that. It, it but it is overwhelming a lot of times and most times it can just be a hassle, but uh
0: <clears throat> but you just gotta find that find that motivator, that motivation to keep pushing through it. Yeah. And then you kind you know, you're like remember why you started, I guess would yeah. be one of those things. Like or you could probably look at you know, like every time you go into like a, hol- a high school um gym room or like a college gym room and they have all the like inspirational quotes all over the wall. <laughs> That are like super corny. <laughs> yeah, my high school head. we had a few we had a few different cool things around our school building.
1: That, like, so every time I came home, I went to go look at them, and it just gave me a purpose of why I was in school and uh, like what I was doing there was for a bigger cause than myself. Yeah, uh, it was to basically to inspire and like motivate younger people to try to apply themselves to do something outside the, outside of the norm that yeah. most people think is basic,
0: but just just to go out there and do something that they love to do and have fun with it yeah so okay so i want to think about like people that kids that are potentially like in high school now that are that want to play college ball or are like looking at opportunities to play college ball what is like is there like a main okay so when you think about like like okay i want to do x y and z Mm -hmm. and then you do it and then you're like okay these are the things you didn't realize were going to happen when you went to go do this like and people that aren't even athletes either because i'm just genuinely curious like is there a difference between like or is there, any, is there anything specific that you could think of that was like, okay, I, like, y- you need to expect this, or you need to expect that this is going to happen. It's not going to be the same as high school, and it's not going to be, like, is there anything that you can, oh, am I wording that horribly? I feel like. So I, is, like, <laughs> is there anything, like, to prepare them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, is there anything that's going to be like, okay, this is what's going to be different? Things that maybe you didn't expect that would be different about college ball than high school ball. You would never expect anything. You have to, uns- like, expect the unexpected,
1: honestly. Yeah. So... Uh really the the biggest thing is the thing that's probably the most consistent from going from high school to college, it's just like your mindset about stuff. Uh if you think positive, things will happen for you in a good way. If you think negative, it'll always be negative in your mindset. Uh so really just transitioning from high school to college, it's a lot faster. Yeah. Uh things happen a lot faster than you expect them to. But when it happens, I mean, it's, it's going like, there's no, there's no stopping the clock. There's no, you just got to go with it and you got to maximize every, every second that you have of that day and just keep, keep building from what you learned from the day before and just keep applying it every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's, I think it's like the, the typical things that like when people ask, I think like the most cliche things are like the most accurate. So it's like whenever people say things like believe in yourself or like, um you have to know you can do it you know it's like those things sound so cliche but it's like literally they're so cliche because they're like it's right like you know what i mean like there's a reason people keep saying that um and i feel like the more people that i talk to like i just realize that like anybody who's ever achieved anything is just like the same thing as like you have to be prepared and will like you know you have to be in that mindset
1: you have to expect the worst but be ready for the best
0: yeah yeah um so what is there anything that attracts you about sports like Other than, like, the, like, the the teammate aspect, like, is there anything about it? Like, um, okay, let me play with fire a little bit. Like, maybe about, like, the glory kind of a little bit that comes along with it? Uh,
1: well, it depends on the sport. Um, I know for for myself, I wasn't, I didn't really care about the glory. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, I just enjoyed that, that team chemistry stuff. Um, I guess I'm, I'm big on team chemistry. Yeah. Um, if you, if you guys can play, connect well off the field, you guys connect well on the field, you'll play better. Uh. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I have had times I was like, man, I, I need. I wish I can do this more. I wish I had that more. But at the grand scheme of it, it all ties back into: Are you playing for yourself? Or are you playing for everybody else that's with you? Yeah. And I think that's where I won't say everybody, because I'm included in that. But that's where a lot of times when we have, when we don't have success, we can look back and say, well, what is what is my what's my main goal? Is yeah. it about me, or is it about the other people out there on the field with me, or on the basketball court, or Wherever on the on the hockey ring, anything it don't, it don't matter. But um, what's what's the ultimate goal of the success? What should we yeah. do as a as a group, as a collective group, to positively infect or positively influence anybody and everybody? And you don't know who all you may influence. Yeah, little kids in Tennessee, you can influence the whole state. Yeah, because everybody loves football. Everybody loves sports up there. It's it's just a it's a different. It's a different feel from sports here up there, because everybody loves sports. Everybody down here loves sports. Some could possibly not care, yeah, that not as much, but that may not be their strong suit. But everybody collectively has some interest in a sport, and they want to see the best for whatever team they're cheering for
0: or whatever group of players are rooting for. So, I think that's the biggest,
1: the biggest thing. Yeah.
0: And Tennessee is, like, such a southern – it's, like, so southern, and I feel like it's exactly right. But I think – like, I want to go back to what you said a minute ago, like, about um, working as a unit and kind of getting together off the team. So I've actually known you for a while, and I've never – I like, I th- when I think about, like, thinking back, I just feel like you always get along really, really well with pretty much everybody. Um, I don't feel like there's, like, a particular type of person – like, I feel like if somebody doesn't like you, then – there's something wrong with that person. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't, well, cause I just feel like you, like you actually go out of your way to be like humble and, um, considerate. And you know, like you don't just kind of say things like, yeah, I'm really good. Well, you know, it's not like douchey things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like, like on a teammate aspect, like I think you'd have to be a really, really good person to have on your team. I, I mean, I'd, it. yeah. I mean, I'd want to have you on my team. I don't know what fucking sport I would play, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I would have you on there if you wanted to be on the team. um, are you competitive? Yeah,
1: I'm very competitive.
0: And and I say that and I know it's like a of course he's competitive. But I mean like what about like per like are you like when I think about a competitive personality, like do, do you are you like like I got to win. Like is that your personality?
1: That's my my I always want to be at the top of it. I always want to come out on top. Uh because I think that success is is critical. Uh but sometimes when you lose that that's also it sounds weird, but if you lose sometimes it's also success because you have to learn from what you just what you failed in to help you become successful yeah does that make sense
0: no yeah i mean that makes perfect sense it's like you it's just, can't yeah. if you if you never fail in anything then I, I just can't even imagine what what a person would be like if they just succeeded at everything they tried
1: yeah i mean because then it'd be like well there's no purpose of even trying because i know i'm a win but sometimes you have to put yourself out there into difficult situations difficult challenges and different obstacles to to try to face that that conquer facing that conquer of you failing uh once you fail once in something you got to go back, you got to regroup and you got to come back with a different game plan of how you're going to succeed the next time. Yeah. And every time you fail, you just got to keep going back and trying again. Yeah. So like, if you ever fail, don't give up on whatever it is that you're trying, just keep, keep pushing and keep fighting it.
0: And you'll come out on top eventually. Yeah. No, I think so. I mean, I th- and I think like everything, th- things will manifest for you if you work for them. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of times, like I think like today we have like people around our age and our age group, like everything is like instant gratification. Yep. Like that's everything. Um, and even like that's what older generations say about the young people. It's like they think they can just have everything they want with the touch of their finger. Yep. And the the truth is, we can have a lot of it at the touch of our finger, but not everything. You know, like everybody wants to have this like overnight success, and and you know, and I think a lot what a lot of people lose is like how much work it takes and in putting into it. You know, yep. like before you can achieve that I, like speaking of work like when you're in high school like what, what did your schedule in high school look like like were you like working out constantly was like how what does that look like
1: <laughs> the only off time I
0: had in high school was de- the month of December
1: that's the only month I really had off while I was in high school the rest of the year I was involved in sports going to class doing the generic student part yeah. student part of it going to class learning stuff like that but being a being an athlete in high school, had practice every day, and so in this, during football season it was from June to November, December if you if you got lucky and playing some like in some some longer games longer seasons. Uh, unfortunately, we wasn't lucky enough to extend our season some years. Uh, December I took it off. Then once January about mid January hit, I was starting starting baseball, and then we went all the way until May. Um, so it was just a complete cycle every year while I was in high school, just just doing something athletic, growing something, just going out and just getting out with other people and just enjoying my time out there with my fellow teammates and different coaches that I was privileged to play up under. So
0: yeah, no, I mean that's that's I just I think about that and I'm like like we are we have two different completely type of like different type of like mindsets because I think when I think about it, so I played tennis for like one. um Uh, like one, one one season, (laughs) one one match. Yeah. And then I threw the racket down. Um, it's like, what do you mean? I'm not good. Um, no. And I just, I think I remember like thinking about practice and I'm like, Oh, like I don't want, you know, it's just like, I had those feelings maybe because I'm not as I wasn't as passionate about it. Like as you were about your sports, Mm -hmm. but I just think about, I just think that's so interesting because I, I think about that mindset of like getting up and grinding and every day, like not stopping, I just think like how crazy, like like how like what type of discipline you have to have.
1: Oh, don't don't get me wrong. I was it was days where I did not want to get
0: out of bed, go do
1: anything. There's plenty of days, Mm -hmm. but I had to find it within myself to go get it. Yeah, because I had a I had a dream and I had a goal to accomplish each day. So that was my 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 driver to kick me out of my bed every day to go do what I had to do. Yeah, so just get up and do it, I guess.
0: Just gotta go. And how do you feel about it now? Like, are you are you proud of those decisions? You know?
1: Oh yeah, every day. Uh, Because I feel like it's. So football, sports, or not just football, but sports in general, they help you in life in general. Um, just showed you different different aspects of how you can handle situations when stuff isn't going good, how to handle it, when you have some type of success, how to keep applying it and keep keep that consistency. Uh, but it it is be days where you've been consistent, everything's going good for you, and then one day you just snap and you have the worst day ever. Most people say, man, I'm, I'm over it. I just mm-hmm. had a bad day. I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. But you got to find ways to get back on that, on that energy and just go back and not, that positive maintain, maintain that positive direction of what you were doing the first time and what you got that success from. If you have to modify what you went wrong at, go back and just reapply what you were doing and get your focus back on track and
0: everything could just smooth itself back out. Can you think, it's like people get blinded by like failure or by like, they get blinded by things and it's like, I don't want to do this anymore because I don't like the way it feels right now. Yep. You know, and there's so much more you can do with it. Did you like, when you're talking about like how, cause you mentioned about how, um, like it can teach you like in such like different sports situations can teach you like how to like deal with like real life situations. Like, Mm -hmm. is there like a situation that you can think of that? Like if you, if you didn't play sports, you might've handled differently. No, no one know how to handle it. Cause I mean with the amount, with the pressure that's, that's added
1: to us as, as athletes, sometimes you you get put in un, like in unusual situations, and if I feel like if I didn't play sports, I wouldn't know how to handle it. Yeah, so I feel like just going through it in that that time period in my life, and if I didn't play sports, like how would I handle it? It'd be completely different. Uh, it'd probably be a lot more thinking, like just just me just reacting to it instead of actually like processing it and actually thinking through it and mm-hmm. how to how to grow from it and move on. That's probably the the biggest the biggest thing um, about. For sports, for me, was, if I was an athlete, if I was, how I would transition from seeing some failure and how to fix it, whereas going through what I went through at different times, how to help me apply and help me fix problems that I faced.
0: Yeah, like, essentially, like, I didn't succeed at this, but, like, because of, like, me playing sports, I know that I can... Yeah, and I, it just you know, helps me,
1: it helps me, like, hey, i I faced this before. What did I do? I go back and I think about what I did at that time or try to roughly remember what happened, what I did to get me back on track. And that's, and it helps you like with your, your mentality. It'll help you, it'll grow you a lot, help you grow a lot as a person. So I think that's, that was like a a familiar feeling, you know,
0: like I've felt this before. How did I handle it then? Let me handle it the same way now. Yeah. Or let me handle it better than I did then. Um, who are your favorite or not college athletes? Who are your favorite athletes? Period. Oh, like any sport, not just football, but like, do you have any in particular or is it a controversial who your favorites are? Because I feel like you don't want to say. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think. Hmm. That's tough. Well, I mean, I feel like you, 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 don't have one like right off the bat that you're like classic love this, love this person. It depends on the sport, honestly.
1: Uh, since it's baseball season, I go with a baseball guy. I may have to go with Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman? I may have to. Atlanta Braves? Yeah. That's my guy. I enjoy watching Freddie play. Uh, What
0: sport's next? You pick a sport. I don't know. What about football? Ooh. You can have more than one. Whoa. Or you can not have one. I may have to go with... Uh, uh, mm. Wow. This is
1: tough. <laughs> I feel like this would be the easy one for you. It's tough,
0: because you. I watch it now. I watch football now from a whole different,
1: like, perspective now.
0: So wait, so put, let's put a pin in your favorite athlete. So how do you look at it now? Because I think, like, there's people that I know that, um, like they they're audio engineers and they think they hear music differently now yeah. because so, they've engineered it. So, so like, when you
1: play, how is it different? So when you're playing, like you play it as a like as a player, you go through your time. You play as a player, but once you like your time's up and you sit back and you watch different games, so. I watch games now as if like as if I was a coach, and like mm-hmm. how would I see different things and as like an old player, I'm like well I, I can I see that, but what if he would have done something else to get him from point A to point B a lot faster like it's it's just weird like it's a different it's just a different mindset of how I watch games now, even like when I was coaching um uh, playing and then now just going to games and watching games now it's just completely different
0: so do you get super mad when like so now that you're like kind of an- analyzing it you're more analytical do you ever think like oh like you get really mad and you're like you should why didn't you do this you should have done this
1: no no i'm no i'm actually so like i argue i can argue with anybody about stuff just because i think it's fun to argue with people about sports um but now i see so i can see one thing a totally different way to how somebody else may see it if they get mad and I'm gonna say why are you why why are you like that? Is he did the right thing or if if it was the wrong thing? I say well if he would have just made something like one study like study movement sooner or later it would have been a better a better play. But it's just I, don't know, I just like to I yeah. like to watch the game I like to get with people. I like Do to you just play video
0: games play. at all? Do you play like the I used to. You don't anymore. No, not anymore. Did you get really involved in them? On my off, time? Like when you, when my you off played, days, were you like obsessive?
1: I, like my off days, I played a game a little bit, but when I was like. If I had like a like an awful day, if I needed to decompress, I'll play the game and yeah. decompress. So I can yell at my computer. I can yell at my screen and nobody yell back at me. So I can yell at them and just laugh about it at the end.
0: But Did they um your players must have hated you? Um No, I'm kidding. Um, were you good at the game, in the video game? No. No? no. Really? No. Well it's like I remember when Guitar Hero came out? Yeah. I had friends that were actually like good at the guitar, but they could not play guitar hero to save their lives. I broke my guitar on guitar hero. Oh, because you got mad? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I missed one of the notes and I broke the guitar. Well, wasn't yeah, even, because even, you almost have like a perfect
0: high. score and then. Oh, well, and I didn't even start break. off.
1: Started off awful. I missed the first couple notes on the game. And and I was that like, was you it. know what? At the end of the game, I was like, I got beat by like <laughs> two or three thousand points. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Screw this. And I broke it over my knee.
0: So speaking of that, do you okay, when you go into a game, because sometimes I feel like Recently, I've gotten really into Atlanta United. Um, I work at, like, the restaurant I work at, I work with, like, a lot of, um, uh, like, Europeans and a lot of, and so they're really into football, so they really, really like Atlanta United. And we had a really good season last year, and this year we're not doing too hot. I feel like if you go into a game and the game starts off bad, does that affect the rest of the game? And And I also think, I don't know much about sports, but I know the Patriots are like a second, like a second half team. Yeah. I think we, we learned that in Atlanta a couple of years ago. <clears throat> <clears throat> listen, listen to me. I sound like I know sports. I don't. <laughs> um, but so, like, is there any, like, does that affect the morale? Like, you know, if, you're, if, you, if you start off, like, first, cu- first couple of plays, first couple of minutes, whatever, you guys are just, it's just not good. Does that affect the rest of the game? Uh, it depends on how you look at it.
1: <clears throat> it depends on if you guys have, so, like, if the team has good leadership or not. If, if you start off bad. How are you guys gonna respond back to it once you get your next opportunity to go back out there and uh, perform? Uh, but if you have if you have a, a good leadership around your team, guys on the team on the field, I think they can help divert that bad energy and help everybody flush it and get back onto the right track and get us back to where we need to be, uh, which happens a lot often than what people may think. Um, I mean, you can go out and you can stink it up for the first five minutes of the game, but in football. You got sixty minutes to play. Yeah, at least in college football, uh, you got sixty minutes. You no, know, in NFL, so both. So you yeah. got sixty football so. in general. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, those other fifty-five minutes, you got enough time to flush those first five minutes that happened because it won't define who who was out there on the field at the time. It won't define what happened those first five minutes, but the, it goes off how you play the rest of the game. So I think if if you take that that leadership and just apply it, it'll help you get from a bad situation and turn it back good. If you turn it from good, you can turn it to great. So it's just all how you how you look at it and how, how well is the leadership on the team.
0: Yeah, because I think I'm, like, <clears throat> I'm not very athletic, but I know that, like, sometimes that I've played or I've done things, and I'm like, damn, we're getting, like, we're getting, like, beat really bad. Um, and then it's just kind of like you just – at some point you're like, all right, I don't care anymore, you know. But I guess in, like, college sports it's different because it's like you need to win. Um, or you don't need to, but um, – You would like to, though. So, yeah, you would like to win for sure. Um so what is, like, that the brotherhood of, like, the, the team and stuff like that, like, what is, what is that like? Because I feel like you have, like, a group of people. Is it When you guys disagree with each other, is it more like it's like a family thing where you can disagree, argue, yell it out, whatever, but then at the end of the day, like, you're together? Like, is that kind of, like, the mindset of, like, a team, like what it means, like, in, in college sports?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you'll have, like, a, you'll have a group of guys that will talk about stuff, but when, like, there's a, a big discussion – I mean, like you said, we'll we'll argue like a big family. Uh, we may disagree, we may yell at each other, but it take us about five ten minutes to get over it. Yeah, like, you know what, dude, that was stupid.
0: Have Why you ever fighting? had somebody? And I don't want and you don't have to give me any specific details. <laughs> just yes or no. Have you ever had somebody say something or do something to where you're like, I really really don't like that, and like I don't appreciate what you just said, and I really don't like you for that.
1: Yeah, that's. that's I mean, it's every day. It's, you yeah. have you'll come in contact with somebody every day who will say something or do something that you don't like, but you, I mean, if you, if you just let it go, it, it'll, it'll happen. But I think the best thing to do is to talk to them and be like, just talk to them off to the side. Like, Hey, Z so X, Y, and Z, not I didn't like that or vice versa. They can tell me if I was doing something wrong, they say, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. And then you try to figure out the ways, like just a good way to just to talk to them and just let them know, like, Hey, that's a, like that was a line that crossed yeah. that, you, that you crossed or that I crossed. Um, so I think like, Open ended communication uh, from both sides, so mutual agreement and mutual conversation is a is a big key in athletics, life, everything. Yeah,
0: so. well, I mean, you, like talking to people, you know, I think, and that's like why I like started this podcast because like there's so many things. Like I think like, in our society now, like people are just clashing with each other and i think that it's a lot harder to like hate a group of people when you're sitting in front of someone and having and talking to like when there's a face to it you know like it's easy to just say i don't like x y and z and i don't like x y and z but when you've got someone sitting in front of your face that's like i am a part of this and i think this or blah blah blah, then it's like it's a lot harder to like to to really hold those values i think i think i mean maybe it's not for some people
1: i think one of the the biggest like the best quote that i've ever heard was you never know what somebody's going through yeah. So I mean, you never know what makes somebody want to do that or want to be the way who they are. I mean, everybody's different, but we all are made equally. But we all view things very differently. Um, like I may see something one way. Somebody that I'm very yeah. tight with, very close with, could see it the completely the other way. Yeah. And we may disagree about it, but I mean, we all have our own. own we all have our own opinions. We all have our own values. So, it all just. Uh, it if it doesn't affect your everyday living, I wouldn't let it affect you the yeah. five minutes that you had that conversation.
0: Yeah. Um, is there, now, like this, is, this might be like kind of tiptoe I I don't know, but so a couple of years ago there came up a thing of like this whole idea of like locker room talks of like what guys talk about in the locker room. Um, what, do you, what do you talk about in the locker room?
1: I'm not going to get on that.
0: <laughs> That's locker room talk. Damn it. <laughs> what hap- what,
1: look, conversations in the locker room are, are sacred. Those are, that's between you and your, you and your group, you and your, you and the guys are <laughs> for girls, for girls in their, in their, in their domain. But no, we don't. I will
0: never know. I will never know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Locker room talk is a, that's a special talk. And it's, it's just time for just everybody just to, just to voice what they think and how we, how everybody sees stuff. And, um, uh, and actually locker room talk is actually, I would say is it can be very encouraging because you get yeah. to hear from a lot of different perspectives. Um, about different topics and stuff like that. So I think it's I think that could be really good, but it could be bad at the same time. Yeah, it just depends on the topic and how se- how severe is the co- is the topic. Yeah,
0: and it can go too far, I think. But but also like I think it's like it's one of those things where it's kind of like complete honesty. Yeah, you know, like and like, honesty goes
1: honesty like in a locker room. If you can be honest with people about anything, I mean, it take it goes a long way because you'll yeah. you know at the end of the day if you had to if you had questions that you had to ask somebody about something. That you know they'll give you, they'll shoot you straight uh, every time. So I think I think that's big as well. So
0: did yeah, and I I I, like that's like one of those things like when people are completely honest, yeah, is when you get like the real, you know, like and you can you can have a real conversation with somebody as opposed to like a like a sugar coated version of it. Yeah. Now this is the last thing I'm going to ask on it, (laughs) and then you and, and it's just a yes or no question. Did you ever hear anything, and. A locker room talk type situation and don't it doesn't matter what it was whatever did you ever hear anything that you were like that's fucked up no 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 nah. okay so you never heard anything that you're like that's too far no nah. okay all right I mean I
1: don't know if I have or not I'm gonna I'm say no you would I, remember I'm I've never sure. heard it yeah uh, but I'm sure I mean there's probably times where it has been but I've just never been around to, to hear it or I've been in my own world where i just ignore everything else that's been happening around me so yeah but for majority i'll say no because i don't i don't truly
0: yeah okay so have you thought about who your favorite football player is <laughs>
1: you didn't, did it. yeah you? i did who is it, it deon jones
0: Deion jones atlanta falcon Nice. I don't know
1: if he's he may not still. I don't know I, if he's with the Falcons still, but would, that's
0: my guy. Would it be tacky if I was like, I don't know who that is? No, no, I nah. know Jones. I know the. I I know the. Um, Forty-five. Yeah, I know the uh, yeah. the jersey.
1: That's my guy. Great
0: football. I'm player. I'm more into the halftime show than I am the um. Ain't, the ain't, game. Listen, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it. Some
1: Super Bowls, I'm into more of the Super Bowl halftime shows than I am to the game. Mm-hmm. Some years, it just depends on who's in it.
0: What's the last really good sports game that you saw that was like that's a good game? Or I know, have you ever watched a game and you're like, damn, that was a good game.
1: I don't know if you keep up with the World Baseball Classic sometimes, but I enjoy that. Just watching Do you all go apples. back
0: and watch old games? Yeah. Really?
1: Every time I can, I go back and watch old games. Just because I think it's... I just like going back like I have like the the key memories of games and like big moments so I like type it in I'm like oh that's the game there and I go back and I click oh like on YouTube it. and stuff yeah
0: yeah well I mean I think and I, no I get that because people will like there's like certain performances or whatever that I've seen that I'm like you want to go back and rewatch the performance yeah. or like or like you'll go back and rewatch the a scene like I do it with Game of Thrones mm-hmm. like there's specific Game of Thrones scenes that I yep. think are like awesome and I will literally go on YouTube and just look up that one scene <laughs> and then just watch the scene and then I've watched it a couple times over Yeah. you know so I've uh, I'd say for
1: sports wise, I watch like on the SEC network, they'll throw some games on there from mm-hmm. back in, I won't say back in the day, because most times they're a few years old, but I'll go back and I'll watch those. If it was a really good game, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this. After I Google and see who won, what the final score yeah. was, I turn it back on and be like, all right, yeah, I'll watch this. But isn't
0: that like a spoiler alert? I just want to know who won, like what well, the final score was. Yeah.
1: Um, I try to. I kind of cheated a little bit. It's not. It's not good, but it's okay.
0: Yeah, no one's going to judge you here. Um, so what is li what does life look like after college for a college athlete? Like if there's someone if there's there's someone that's like, Okay, I wanna play, I wanna be an athlete, mm-hmm. what does it look like when you graduate? Like, do you do you ever have a feeling of like, damn, I missed that? I
1: did for like seven, eight months after I got done playing. I missed it. Like so right when football season started the following year, I was like, dang, I missed that. But now, I mean, I realized my time was up and I just, now I watch it as a fan and enjoy it as a fan. And uh, yeah, but now I do miss it sometimes. Yeah. So like, most times, like, so for myself, like I didn't play, I played a little bit my senior year and I got hurt. And then that following year I got into coaching high school football and it was a complete difference. Like yeah. huge difference, like just, <clears throat> but I mean, I would share, I love the moments that I had coaching. I enjoyed my time playing playing ball but it's just it's just a complete different feel from playing it and having to go back and coach it because it's it's still fairly fresh in my mind like playing it yeah and so i like when i was coaching it i was talking to like those the kids as if like i was in their shoes and like the coach was talking to me so i had to like go back and I had to, like take it down a notch and talk to them just like hey a to b Let's just have yeah. a normal conversation and you'll pick up on you'll pick up on different things from different kids about like talking to them and uh, understanding how they play, like, what their style of play is and like what their method is behind their reason to playing the game and you can I know for myself I can I can basically talk to any of our any of my players and I can get a little bit of resemblance for myself to them and we'll talk about something that is a common interest to both of us yeah
0: so I think that's the biggest thing. So what, what do you do? <clears throat> what do you, when you graduate, what is that? So you're like, okay, I've graduated. I've done that. What, what next? Yeah. That was me for five months. Well, no, actually, you know what? I asked What's that question, next? but I feel like that's every college students. Like when you graduate, it's kind of like, unless you're one of those people, I talked to a chiropractor like uh, um, a while ago and he just always knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, that's such a lucky thing. Like, I, because I didn't, I'm like, I'm 25 and I still am like. I could go into this or go into that. And I like, I, I, I could be like wooed in a certain way, you know? Yeah. So th- I guess that was a dumb question I didn't think about. But yeah, to know what you want to do and to be like, to be solid on it. Yeah. And to be like, this is what I want to do. And you stick with it. That's like a, cr- like you know, like that's like a crazy good thing. What, how do you figure out when you graduate, you're like, okay, now what happens? you go back home and also your mom has always been really, really supportive of you, Yeah, which is great. She was always there. And she's like, she's one of the coolest people too. I appreciate Um, it. She really is. Um, And um, I I miss her comments on, I deleted my Facebook, but every (laughs) now and then she would comment on like one of my um, posts or something. It was pretty funny. Um, Shout out to my mom. Yeah. Shout out. um, But no. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you? Like, what do you, what do you want to do? So right now I'm, I'm going through the, the process
1: right now of becoming a police officer. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be a police officer. I think I was, I think i made that decision when I was about seven, eight years old. Uh, I but I always had three plans of what I wanted to do in life. Uh, my plan A was to be a police officer. Plan B was to be a coach and plan C was just to be somewhere involved into a community where I could see myself helping out doing different things, whether if it was teaching, um, uh, Working, think, working in the yeah, community somewhere. Yeah, I could see a teacher. Um, working at like a a gym or somewhere just to be involved with the community, just to be a positive influence on it, like the community stuff like that. But uh, so I actually lived out my Plan B first before mm-hmm. I got the Plan A. I'm still working, trying to get into Plan A. Um, but Plan B, I did it for six months. I taught a little bit as well at the same time, so I got to live out C, B, and C a little bit. Um, I may go back to B. It's like a part time gig when I get some like oh, when coaching? I do my, my off days yeah. I try to pick up some coaching here and there but, uh yeah so I've always had three plans that I've always wanted to happen and if one didn't happen I go try the next one if that didn't happen shoot try to shoot and get the third one if that didn't happen then I would have to find a plan D to keep just keep myself going keep myself doing something but um, I've been privileged enough so far to live out my live out my second and my third now I'm really trying to get to my first one now
0: yeah yeah and i think that's what's well, cool like you have like you know people have like plan a plan b plan c and then you know you go with one of them but if you can experience all of them then like you get yeah. you get your cake and you eat it too yeah um anyway do you want to shout out like your instagram or your twitter or anything
1: yeah so my twitter handle Ooh, what is my twitter handle i think it's cortez underscore mcdowell 20 i'm pretty sure you're gonna send
0: people to the wrong person sometimes. i might look
1: i have to check i don't i don't know
0: I thought you would know. You're you're pretty popular on Twitter. Actually,
1: it's just Cortez underscore McDowell. So Okay. C O R T E Z underscore McDowell. I'm gonna
0: leave a um a link to it in the about me. Also, like what you want to shout out your Instagram? I think it's the same thing. I think it's Cortez McDowell
1: twenty, I'm pretty sure.
0: I'll put that there uh, too. Yeah,
1: Cortez McDowell twenty. So Cortez underscore
0: McDowell twenty.
1: So <laughs> don't don't get look, don't mistake it. If you see a Cortez McDowell with a blank photo, just a black screen, that's me.
0: On Twitter. For right now, what if you change it tomorrow?
1: Ah, it's not gonna change. Okay, it'll stay like that probably for a while. Is there a reason behind that? No, I just don't. Well, because I I noticed that when I went
0: to your Twitter, I was like, (laughs) the header is black, and then like the picture is just black. I just don't have any
1: photos to put up right now. Okay, (laughs) so I just made it a solid black screen. But my Instagram account, it is a picture of a tombstone, Um, so that's how you'll know it's me.
0: Okay. All right. Nice. (laughs) Anything else you want to like shout out or say or anything? Oh, not really, man. Just thank you for having me on here yeah now. well thanks for coming on I like I, I was thinking about for a little bit I was like I really want to do because I don't know anything about sports yeah never have you. never paid attention to it and I was like that was the one thing when I started this I was like I want to explore all these different things mm-hmm. and the last thing on my mind was sports and so I was like that's the last thing I'm thinking about that needs to be one of the first things that I do yeah um
1: no it was, I mean it's nothing wrong with not following sports as much I ain't not wrong with yeah it. I'm
0: sorry don't hate me please Dude, Anyone I'm listening? Li- I'm, look,
1: I'm the last person to hate it.
0: <laughs> anyway, all right. Thanks, Cortez. Hopefully no problem, we'll hear from man. you again.